The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the Stoic Jew Podcast, where we explore the relationship between Judaism and Stoicism. So I, I don't know if you could hear, but I am uh, recording this outside on my walk to Yeshiva. Uh, I decided that uh, because I really wanted to make an episode today, and I fear that I won't have time, <laughs> then I decided to make this episode as I was walking. Um, and uh, we're actually not going to do a Stoic text today because, uh, as you can see from the title of the episode, today is my 300th day of gratitude, uh, of my gratitude journal. Uh, and I wanted to reflect on that in the podcast. So just to recap for those who have not heard me talk about this before, 300 days ago, my friend in Chavrusa Levi suggested that we try a gratitude accountability experiment. And the way it basically works is that each day, uh, at any point in the day, usually I do it throughout the day, is we we write each other an email. An email has five items. Uh, first thing is three things we're grateful for. Uh, and it could, it, it could be, you know, things that happened that day or just things we thought about that day, but just three expressions of gratitude that we uh, experienced that day. Uh, and then the next item is a moment of savoring where we consciously allowed ourselves to experience and enjoy something. And then the last item is an act of chesed, an act of kindness or, uh, or tzedakah uh, that we did throughout the day. Uh, it could be to other people, it could even be to, to ourselves. Uh, and the idea behind this is that if you... You know, the premise of the thing is that gratitude is a desirable quality, and I've made episodes about that. But the premise of the practice is that that the more you consciously set your mind to pay attention to these things, then the more you'll notice them, and then the more, and then that will cultivate these feelings, the feelings of gratitude and enjoyment of life, and the practice of doing kindness for other people. And it it works. I mean. All day, <laughs> I'm thinking about what I'm going to be writing in the gratitude journal, what I'm going to savor, and the accountability is the key factor because you know that you are accountable to another human being. You can't just like chalk it, you know, not chalk it off, chalk it up, <laughs> check it off. You can't just check it off in your uh, your own mind and say, oh, I, I, I did the gratitude thing. Like, no, you have to actually like express it in words to another human being. And we know that we read each other's gratitude journals, uh, so it's uh, it's it's real accountability. So. Uh, I was reflecting on uh, the the you know differences that I've noticed between my uh, I guess the differences that I, I've noticed in the last uh, 50 days you know since day 250 250 and I think for me one of the things I've noticed is that my gratitude has become more particularized and more varied. I think when I first started off then I had gratitude for similar sorts of things uh, each day. And as I went on, and, and again, I'm just noticing this now, uh, I, I noticed that there's a lot more variety in what I'm grateful for. And one of the particular forms of this is that experiences that would have been perceived by me as, um, sorry, a lot of car noise there, experiences that would have been, things that would have been experienced by me as bad or annoying or frustrating, are 
are experienced without those feelings, and there's gratitude in its place. And I'll uh, provide an example of this uh, that happened uh, <laughs> this week. So on Monday, I was taking a shower. Monday, I was taking a shower, and I noticed that the water was not very hot. And so I actually turned the dial all the, or the faucet all the way to hot. And, uh, and it's, and I, I got hot water, but it still wasn't very hot. So I just kind of assumed that, I don't know, that the downstairs neighbor was, uh, had been, you know, using, use up all the hot water or something like that. And I didn't think much of it. Then on Tuesday, uh, afternoon, I was washing the dishes and noticed that there was no hot water at all. So I contacted the downstairs neighbor and he said that the, uh, there's a problem with the water heater and the plumber's going to come and uh, fix it today. So this is on uh, Tuesday. So plumber comes in the afternoon evening and uh, i go off to yeshiva in the evening and i come back and the plumber's gone so i texted the downstairs neighbor and i said i hope the fact that the plumber's gone means uh, is good news and he said no bad news we need to get the water heater replaced uh and he says hopefully we'll do it tomorrow uh namely today wednesday uh but uh but you know no hot water for for tuesday night so i uh i said okay so i guess i said i guess i'll take a cold shower so i uh I, tuesday night I went to, you know, prepared to take a shower, turn on the faucet, then realized that because our our shower thing has only one faucet, it's not one of those like hot and cold faucets, there's a, a singular faucet, then I couldn't do just cold water, and therefore I couldn't do any running water. So what I did was I took the samovar, I, I forgot what other people call it here, I feel like people don't call it a samovar, the water, like the water urn, I guess, you know, hot water urn that I use on Shabbos, filled it up to the brim, plugged it in, wait till it got hot, and then went into the bathtub and uh, basically like, you know, dispensed hot water into a, uh, a container and mixed it with cold water to make it not scalding hot. And then basically like, like, you know, bathed myself by pouring it over, over, uh, over my, uh, my hair and, and, you know, and the rest of my body. Right. And that's how I took the shower. So as I was doing this, I was thinking to myself, the, well, the first thought is, was uh, realizing how grateful I am for the fact that I have uh, hot water, uh, and uh, you know, and you you tend to not uh, appreciate things until you don't have them. So I was filled with uh, gratitude for the fact that uh, that I, gen I generally do have hot water. And then the other thing also is like as I was like doing this makeshift shower, I realized like you know, the fact that I have running water, I was able to just fill it up by opening a tap, get running water. And I have an electric water heater. I did not have to go get firewood and then start a fire and then boil the water myself. Uh, and I also have, you know, and uh, what were the three things? Running water as opposed to like going out to a well. Um, I guess that was really two things. Yeah, yeah. The, the water heater, instead of needing to go get firewood and then go like building a fire, both, both of those things would have been really annoying. So I was thankful for those things as well. And, uh, and I got clean, you know, like it was, uh, you know, not, not great water pressure, you know, gravity, uh, isn't as good, uh, when it's, it's just, uh, you know, the act of pouring, but it was, it was a functional shower and that was it. Now here's the thing, okay. That I know that I only thought this because I've been practicing this gratitude journal every day. I, 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 you know, knowing myself, I think I would have been frustrated, not mad, but frustrated uh, if, uh, you know, uh, in, uh, if I hadn't been doing this gratitude journal and I did not feel frustrated. And when I say that, I don't mean that I feel frustrated. And then I had these thoughts and the thoughts overrode the frustration or like were side by side with frustration. I mean that I did not feel frustrated. I just felt the gratitude. Okay. 
Now, I'm not saying that, let's say it doesn't get fixed tonight. I don't know what I'm going to feel then. I'm just saying that for for one, the experience I had last night of no annoyance and just gratitude was definitely due to the fact and that the, the, the thoughts of gratitude were what was filling my mind as I was taking a shower, quote unquote. So I know that that is directly related to the practice of gratitude that I've been doing. Uh, it's, it's, the, it's a direct result of that cultivation. Um, now, what does this have to do with stoicism? Well, uh, this is an interesting thing that uh, I'm actually not going to read from Epictetus himself. This is Epictetus' concept, though, of what Epictetus called, you know, there's good and bad, which according to stoicism is really uh, has to do with your how you use your will. And then there's there's uh, there's what they call preferred indifference. So I'm going to read from the introduction to my edition of the Enchiridion, the handbook. Uh, and the introduction is written by Keith Seddon, who's a Stoic uh, teacher. So he says, although things such as material comfort, for instance, will be pursued by the Stoic student who seeks eudaimonia, happiness, they will do this in a different way from those who are not living the philosophic life. For Stoics claim that everything apart from virtue, what is good, and vice, what is bad, is indifferent. That is, indifferent with regard to being good and bad. It is how one makes use of indifferent things that establishes how well one is making progress towards moral excellence and, uh, and a eudaimon, a happy life. Indifferent things are either preferred or dispreferred. Preferred are life, health, and wealth, friends and family, and pretty much all those things that most people pursue as desirable for leading a flourishing life. Dispreferred are their opposites, death, sickness, and poverty, social exclusion, and pretty much all those things that people seek to avoid as being detrimental for a flourishing life. Thus, the preferred indifference have a value for a Stoic, but not in terms of their being good. They have an instrumental value with respect to their capacities to contribute to a flourishing life as objects upon which our virtuous actions are directed. Uh, the Stoic does not lament their absence, for their presence is not constitutive of eudaimonia. What is good is the virtuous use one makes of such preferred things, should they try to be, should they be at hand, but no less good are one's virtuous dispositions in living as well as one may, even when they are lacking. So I think the, uh, the experience that I had last night with the, uh, the hot water is an example of this, where, you know, hot water, having hot water is not good, and not having hot water is not bad. Having hot water is preferred, Namely, having hot water is running hot water is instrumental to being able to live a flourishing life, you know, because it provides, you know, the ability to wash dishes, you know, which is another thing that I realized I was taking for granted uh, and to and to take a, a, an effective uh, shower. But it's not it's by no means essential for a good life. And because this stoicism focuses on making use of impressions of not just like defining things based on the way that your uh, emotions would have you define them. Uh, you know, by default, but rather taking what's happening to you and then reframing it uh, in a way that that examines them in light of true good and true bad. You know, that's the that's the habit that stoicism seeks to cultivate. Then I think the gratitude uh, uh, journal has been a great way to practice that feature of stoicism. So uh, I just wanted to uh, express that and to also to publicly express my, my gratitude to Levy for suggesting that we do this practice. I, again, I highly recommend that you do this and that you do it with a, a gratitude accountability partner. Uh, it's been a life-changing experiment. Uh, and I'm at Yeshiva now. So
Um, another thing I have written about that I'm thankful for that I get to walk to work every day instead of driving, uh, uh, which is both good for my health. Uh, and uh, I should say it's a preferred uh, healthy practice. And it's also uh, uh, cost effective uh, in terms of gas, especially nowadays. So anyway, um, I don't have my computer in front of me, so I don't know the sign off. Uh, but that is it for today's episode. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please uh, consider contributing to my uh, to the Rabbi Shnei Torah Content Fund. Uh, I'm trying to do this by memory. My Venmo is at Matt Schneeweiss, uh at gmail.com and blah, 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 and something, something Patreon. And thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. Thank you to my supporters for making it possible to something, something, making Torah available for everybody. Okay. All right. Have a good day.